Welcome teacher sellers to the Grow with Angie and April podcast. Angie and April are two full-time teachers pay teacher sellers who chat with each other daily about their businesses. They're opening up their conversations to help you grow your teacher store. Are you ready to listen in? Here we go. Hey, teacher sellers. Uh, So today we're covering a lot of content and we're going to try to keep it brief, even though it's a huge topic, but we are covering our new promoted pin strategies for summer 2018 and beyond. So we're going to talk about Pinterest converting the traffic ads to one tap only and the new keyword strategies and promoted pin image strategies and bids that we are using for these new one tap pins. So we'll have all the resources mentioned in this episode at growwithuspodcast.com slash episode 11, as well as a summary of what we talked about today. Hey, Angie. Hey. So we are not live together for this episode. Sad. (laughs) I know, but so much has happened since the conference. I mean, we've been talking about these one tap ads, which are just traffic ads, but they change the look of them. And we'll post a video of what one tap looks like in the show notes, because I think that's going to be the number one question that people have is what does it actually look like? But do you want to like describe what it looks like for listeners? Basically, when you before when you would click on a promoted pin, it would just give you the close up of the image and then people could click it again and go to your site. Now the one tap is they click the image when they see it in the, their feed and actually it still gives them that close up but also at the bottom it says see more and it like starts loading the web page that you have linked so it's already the web page is at the bottom there so they can just keep looking and get right to the web page from there so there are some concerns we have with that because yes. we know <laughs> that some people like to click and look closer and Looking at our data, we know that sometimes they just leave and they don't click again. And so we're just concerned that, you know, they're going to click, we're going to pay for that click and they're going to go right to our website. One thing is like, they're going to kind of be confused because that never happened before. Right. It looks different. Right. And I just, I don't like that. It just sends them right to the website. I like that, you know, they have to make that decision to click again to, to see more, but. Right. And when they originally started the one tap, testing, which I think was maybe like a year ago, you could turn on one tap when you created an ad, but it defaulted to off. And if you turned it on, what would happen is when they click the pin, it would just go straight to your website. So instead of doing the close up, it would just skip that. But now they have, like you said, changed it to a really different experience where when they click it, it comes up and it looks like the pin, but your website's already loading. So it's already charging you for the click. And also all of your, any of your Facebook or Pinterest pixels are firing. So you're capturing them, even if they're not really fully going to the site. But the issue I have with that is if it's a promoted pin to TPT, which most of mine are, then I'm not getting anything unless they actually do the see more and go to my product. So if, because I can't track them through Teachers Bay Teachers. So I think that's where we're a little bit concerned is we're not getting any of their information to retarget because it's not going to our blogs. It's going to TPT because that's how I run most of my promoted pins. And they're also not really even seeing the product unless they click the see more. And if they click out of it, it's counting as a click and it's charging us, but they're not actually 
looking at the product yet. So I don't know what would be better. I, I think I might actually prefer the what it was before where it just went straight to the TPD site. Yeah, I don't know either because they might not even see the see more because they're, it's just so new. I, I Yeah, people aren't used to this. I've actually never encountered one of these ads before in my feed. And that's why my, my ad rep had to send me a video of what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, I actually went looking for them after the, they gave the July 19th date to a lot of us about uh, that we were going to be automatically uh, pushed over to one tap and... So after July 19th, I went into my feed and looked for some promoted pins and I was able to click on them and I could see the one tap. I could see the new way it was going to look. So if you haven't done that yet, go to your feed, look for one of those promoted pins and see if you can find one that looks like it. So you at least know what, what it looks like and think about ways to, you know, utilize it better than just uh, the way we were used to. Right. And yeah, it's, it's going to change a lot. And we'll talk a little bit about some of our suggestions being three-week veterans into the OneTap experience. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that there's an icon that shows that it is a OneTap promoted pin. Do you know what that icon is? I think it, it looks different. So how did you know which one was an ad? I just It just says promoted by whoever. And I just oh. clicked on a few of them till I found one. Um, I just assumed that some of them would be uh, promoted pins just because I knew some people were going to have to get moved over anyway. So, right. Oh, I see. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to look for it. I'm just going off of the video that I was sent by the ad rep, just showing it. And we'll post that in the blog post so that everybody can see in case they can't find one. Cause even scrolling through right now, I can't really find one, but yeah, I just clicked on a Walmart one, but that one went right to their website. They must have like a special. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, there you go. That's weird. (laughs) That's weird. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I guess it's really important that we say that what we're talking about, we're, I mean, we're not experts. We've done this a lot, um, but we have only been on this one tap experience for me for three weeks. And I think you moved over what, like a week ago? I got an email on July 16th that I was going to be automatically switched on July 19th. And I I sent an email back with my frustrations over a three-day notice, but I moved everything over on uh, July 18th. Okay. So, well, I mean, we don't have a lot of experience with the one tap, but nobody does (laughs) because people in the past have used the old one tap and, and not had good results and not used it. And so this is completely new to us. And we're just going to, I guess, share what like my Pinterest ad rep has recommended and then what I've, what what we've seen since we switched over. And then we'll have to do an update episode to kind of let people know what we've learned. Um, So we are definitely not experts. And as always, we really want you guys to carefully monitor your ads uh, to make sure you do what's best for your business. So um, you can use some of our information, but ultimately you need to make sure you're tracking things because we are not perfect. And we, not all of our information works for everyone. So there's a little disclaimer. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And we're, we're just getting so many questions about it and we've been researching it on our own and really trying to figure out what we're going to do. So, you know, we're just in the beginning stages of it with you. So this all happened to all of us at the same time. So we're just going to try to explain what we know so far and keep you updated with, uh, more, especially in our mastermind group, growwithusmastermind.com. You can head over there and we discuss it a lot over there. So, Yeah, there's been a lot of discussion lately. And at the end of this episode, we have quite a few questions 
from people in the group that we're going to answer that I think will hopefully help people. And like I said, we're just going to answer it based off of what we know because we are not very far into this either. So, and hopefully if you are listening to this like months down the line, hopefully this information will be correct and will still be used since one tap will probably be the normal thing then. So, yep. All right. So let's talk about our new strategies. First of all, this is something that I'm really having to get used to. No longer just letting your pin ride. So I in our last promoted pin episode, we talked about just creating a pin and like letting it run and giving it time. And now I'm I worry about that episode because with the one tap, it spends your whole budget, just like Facebook. Yeah, there's definitely some inconsistencies now. Like if if you listen to the old episode, you definitely might be confused. I don't know what we should do about that, but this is the newer episode. Well, but I always think when I listen to podcasts, I kind of take older episodes with a grain of salt because I'm like, well, a lot could have changed since then. But yeah, things change really. So I think, and I'm not sure why this is the case, but I am really thinking that Pinterest is is moving a little closer to the Facebook model as far as ads go because I think they realized that they, you know, had people on the platform whose max budget was like $30 a day, but they were only spending like 12 of it. Yeah, that's true. And for somebody, you know, for a platform that makes money off of ads, it just seems silly. So I think what what is happening as part of this moving the experience over to one tap is they are making more money because, you know, if you are paying every time somebody taps your pin, that, I mean, (laughs) that's a lot more than paying when somebody opens the pin, looks at it, decides they like it, maybe repins it for free or clicks it. Yeah. And I think that was part of it too, that pinning for free thing. I think they realized that we were getting repins for free if people didn't actually click and just saved it for later. So Right, which I think was was really helping us yeah. because we were just talking before the episode when we <laughs> should have been recording because it was really good information. But we were just talking about looking in the dashboard, like how much money was it was showing from just Pinterest. So not I don't use any UTM links on my organic pins, just the ads. So just organic Pinterest was showing like a ton of money, and I feel like it had to have been from ads where people repinned the ad and we didn't get charged for that before this. So now that we're switching over to the one tap and we get charged every time somebody taps our pin, not just goes directly to our link. Like, of course it's going to spend more money because more, a lot of people tap, were tapping on our pins. It was just, we were getting free repins or they were backing out and we weren't paying for it. And so that's the that was the bad thing for Pinterest, but they obviously figured out how to remedy that because now we have the one tap. So you can't, it's going to spend your budget. So um, I really recommend if you're listening to this the day it's published and your account has not been moved over to one tap yet, because I think it's, they're going to be all moved by like the first or second week of August. So some people might still not be moved over. Go and look at your max budgets for all your pins and make sure you're comfortable with that amount because it's going to spend it. So if you, if let's say your max budget for all of them was 60 a day and you're like spending 20 a day in the summer and you're like, oh, okay, whatever, I'm letting it ride. That's fine. Once you get switched to the one tap, that 60 is going to be maxed. Oh yeah. I mean, the very next day I moved mine on <laughs> July 18th, the very next day, July 19th, I was maxing out every single pin. 
So, and then it right. just was a straight line across. I've been spending the same exact yes. every day, maxing out every day since then. So it's really important to make sure you look at those, even if you're not switched over yet, and at least lower your budgets to what you're actually comfortable spending. Because before I'd be like, oh, well, it's not really spending that much. So it's not a big deal, but now it will be. So definitely, definitely check that out. Yeah. And so the old thought with, with them was, okay, like, I'll just, like, I'll just let it go. like you know, it'll spend one or $2, you know, if it is popular, let's say I'm, I'm running a Christmas ad right now. (laughs) Like if I'm running a Christmas ad, like it's not going to spend any of my budget. So, uh, but when Christmas time comes around, it'll be on and then it'll start spending my budget. I'll start making money. Well, it's not like that anymore with the one tap. So it's really important that we think of, of these ads as being similar to Facebook and the way that they're more timely, like, you shouldn't have a Christmas ad going right now because it will spend your budget, but you won't make any money off of it because people aren't really looking for it. <laughs> so I, what I did is I had to go through and clean. I cleaned out like 12 pins that um, were like from end of the year or just weren't really doing very well. And I focused on really my top five back to school uh, product lines. And that's what I have promoted pins running for now because I, if it's going to, if it's going to spend when people tap on my pin, then it's got to be my best stuff. Yeah. And just, they did change it. So you can pin from the the feed now, and we wouldn't get charged for that if people uh, repin right from the feed. But I don't think a lot of users really know that that's available yet. And, right. and so we might even see, we might see different data in the next few months than the data we might see in a year until users get more trained on how like this this new way that, that some of the pins are going to work because I know that they're not used to it. Yeah. When I want to repin something, I click the pin and then I repin it. So I don't think we're going to get a lot of new repins right now, because if that happens, we might get repins, but we're going to pay for them because once they tap it to repin that we pay for it. So that's scary. Yeah. We'll see how that pans out. Um, but so I guess we're going to share some of the things that my ad rep, and it seems like most of the Pinterest ad reps have been pretty consistent, although customer service has not. Their customer service has no idea what's going on. So just a heads up. Don't just email them and ask them anything because they really don't know. They- They're copying and pasting answers from like a year ago. <laughs> yeah. It's a little frustrating. So, well, so my ad rep gave me a lot of notice. She's actually really, really good. Um, not everything she says works for me because, you know, they normally don't work with our type of business, but she's pretty good about learning and and helping. But so she emailed me like a few weeks before it happened. And then I started freaking out. And that's when we started posting about it everywhere. So she said that the best thing to do to make sure it's ready for one tap, and this would be something you could do after you get switched over. If you're not switched over yet, I would do it beforehand. So we did it beforehand because we wanted to make sure that our pins were um, running at optimal speed so that when it gets switched over, we weren't wasting money. So she said, first of all, less and more targeted keywords are going to be important. So it looks like people are using five to 10 keywords. And so I, if you have a one with like 150 <laughs> keywords, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anyone that had one like that. Yeah, I mean, I, wouldn't, <laughs> I cannot believe that you had one. How many do they have? It had like 150 because it was a bundle. So I kind of like used keywords like there was a text structure game in the bundle. So I used 
keywords for that. And I use keywords for everything. But it would come in people's feed and they wouldn't click or they would click on it, look at it. And only the ones who are really serious about that exact topic at that time would click through and you'd pay for it. And that was kind of the beauty of the two tap pins. Exactly. So I didn't really care. I'm like, I'm going to put as many as I can in. I mean, somebody might see it and click it, but if they ignore it, I don't have to pay, you know, but yeah, that used to be the recommendation. So basically the recommendation was to pick five to 10 keywords and you can go into your keywords and you can sort them by performance, which gives you a little bit of good data. But I think most importantly, not just looking at performance, but thinking about like what people are searching for when they're ready to buy. So like if I have like a writing exactly. unit, like the the search term creative writing isn't really good because somebody could be searching for creative writing for high school stuff or just like for themselves and they're clicking to see what you have and then exiting out. You really want somebody who is searching for like creative writing unit for fourth grade. Like if they're searching for creative writing unit for fourth grade and your pin comes up and they click it, then they're serious about either finding that resource or hopefully buying. So I feel like those keywords need to be really, really targeted. So that was a suggestion from my ad rep. And I'll tell you, I know people are going to freak out like, oh my gosh, it's not going to work if I if I delete 140 keywords, um, which in that case, I probably would have just started a new pin because that's crazy. <laughs> did you start a new pin or did you delete 140 of them? I just, I deleted 140 <laughs> of them. Actually, I probably deleted like 145 of them and then added five <laughs> new ones, which I probably already had, but didn't realize. But that's crazy. So yeah, I can tell you, I have one running right now on six keywords and it's running for $10 a day and the $10 a day is being spent so yeah, like as part of setting up the pin, it, you set it up exactly the same. And you know, in that little spot where it asks where you can search for keywords, um, it tells you like how many millions of people are searching for that keyword. Like, so if you use that keyword, you know, people are going to click it. <laughs> yeah. And you want to think like even what, what TPT kind of told us years ago when they switched over to the long tail keywords as your titles. That's kind of what I've been thinking about, like what long tail keywords would I search that might bring up my resource and fit perfectly. So like, and before, so it just kind of just go with that strategy that you've been using over on TPT for, you know, a while now. So. Right. Yeah. It's it's just such a drastic change. I know that I know it's going to freak people out. It freaked us out, but I feel like we've had a little bit longer to get used to it. But really you guys, when I like, it's crazy because when I'm like creating an ad, Like before I create an ad, I'm like, I don't know if it's really going to run well. But now when I create an ad, it's just like Facebook. I know it's going to run. Like I know it's going to spend my budget. And like that's kind of a good thing on one hand. But on the other hand, it's like such a big change that I'm really uncomfortable. And that what we're really uncomfortable with, I guess, is like the, the data as far as are people actually getting through to TPT and are they actually buying from this new one tap experience? So that's what freaks me out the most. Yeah, it being summer and not really being able to see that data, you know how much we love data. So like that (laughs) makes us crazy when we can't check things. So like at least once school starts back up and TPT is running, you know, back to normal, it will at least we'll be able to see more accurate information. I would love to be able to see like which keywords actually resulted in a purchase, but you know, that's a dream Oh, wow. That would be amazing. (laughs) Because I bet there's some keywords that, you know, they might click on them, 
but they might not buy. And then there might be other keywords that even though they might not click it as much on that keyword, they might actually buy it more, but you know, we'll never have that data. That would be amazing. That'd be amazing. But I'll take what I can get at this point. Yep. Yeah. So I guess like looking at the dashboard. So I mean, I use UTM link for every, every single promoted pin. But, you know, looking at the dashboard over the summer, like June and July, my conversion rates have been like less than 1%. And so I, I know that the one tap is probably going to bring the conversion rates down a little bit and it has, but it's really hard to tell because in May, my conversion rates were eight to 12%. I mean, that's amazing. Like Facebook usually runs around 5% conversion, which I think is pretty standard. I mean, what do you see in your dashboard for your Facebook ads when it's not summer? Yeah, probably around there. 5%. Okay. Yeah. So my Facebook ads are outperforming my promoted pins right now, but they're not even 5%, maybe three or 4%. So I feel like because it's summer, the conversion rates are really low when you look at the UTM links in the dashboard. But I emailed Benson this morning from Team TPT to ask him just to make sure that everything was really flowing with the UTM links and see what, if they could tell us what data they were seeing on their end as far as like are people just wishlisting more or what is going on? So I feel like we don't really have any data on if the one tap is still converting well, but I feel like after August is over that we're going to have a lot of opinions on it. Yeah. And I mean, I'm just, I just was clicking around and looked at like the same week of data from last year and it was converting the same, like less than a percent. Like, so it's not anything new. This is summer conversion rates. So it's not anything that we can figure out yet. So that's kind of what makes us crazy. Yeah. So I think probably the best thing to do is, is going to be like optimize the one tap, like, like we're being told to do, and then use the UTM links absolutely for every promoted pin. And then from August 1st, to the end of the month, just like, you know, spend your ad spend, kind of check up on it. But at, at the end of August, like look back at all the data and decide like, are the one tap pins working or do we need to move that budget to Facebook? That's my plan. Exactly. I mean, that's my plan too. So I'm just want to, I'm just waiting it out because I really, we just don't know. So, right. So some other things we noticed so far is I noticed that when I look at my data from the last week. And I know I use, we always say have more than a week's worth of data, but I don't have it. So I'm just seeing that like, and it's so new. Yeah. But I'm still seeing a higher number of close-ups than actual clicks. And so I'm paying for the clicks. Like on this one, I have 355 clicks. I have 500 close-ups and it had 149 repins. So I still feel like we're not getting charged every time they click it but I don't really know exactly when the charge happens. So that's just something to keep an eye on that I noticed that it's just not, it's not charging you every time they close up still. So it's not exactly what our ads rep did say. They told us that it would click and that would be the charge, even if they just did the close up. So I'm wondering if it's like they have to click the see more in order to charge and that would be better than the alternative. So I don't know. Yeah. You know what? I think, and I want to, this is bad too. I want to say that this is, that that's what it is. But I also think that their data on the dashboard is all messed up. Yeah. But the, and the clicks like that Pinterest is showing when I go and look at my uh, TPT data for that same pin, it's 355 clicks on Pinterest and on TPT, it's showing 336. So it's pretty close. 
So I'm definitely not getting the close-ups aren't actually opening up the TPT site right away, I'm guessing. I don't know. It's just something I'm noticing, something I'm keeping an eye on. Right. So when I'm thinking about that, so if it is a one tap, then when they click, when they tap the pin, it has to load up the TPT site. So what I'm thinking is those that close-up data is either maybe left over from before it was one tap, when it was a two tap, and it's still somehow counting in there, or it's just not reporting right because yeah, yeah, there's no like there is no close up. That's the thing is it loads immediately when somebody taps your pin, so like there is no close up. It loads at the bottom. You do have to click see more on mobile. But here's the thing: like when I was just when we were talking in the beginning of this episode, and I was looking for an example, I'm on desktop now. So when I was on mobile. It shows the see more at the bottom and you actually do have to either slide it up or click it or whatever to be able to go to the site, but you can see the site at the bottom. Now, when I clicked it on desktop, it went right to the site. Mm, So it's different on desktop than mobile. That's interesting. So it definitely sounds like they're working out some of the kinks, but I know in the video that my ad rep sent me, you could see that it was loading in the background. Like the site was loading in the background of the pin and she did confirm that um, once they tap it, even if you don't click see more, it is loading the site in the background. And it is like, cause she wanted to address the fact of, is it firing your blog's Facebook pixel? And she said, yes, it is. Cause oh, once you yeah. click on mobile, it loads the whole site even before they do see more. I'm on my phone right now. Like, and I'm looking at the same exact pin that I just looked at on desktop. So on desktop, when I clicked it, it went right to, I have Rachel's pin here and it went right to her site. But now I looked at it, the same thing on my phone and I can see the site like transparent at the bottom only. Like the pin's right. still like close up and big at the top, but at the bottom, it just says see more and you can see a little bit of the site down there, but you actually have to click. Yeah, because it's already loaded. Yeah, it's loaded down there, but you actually do have to still click it. So I'm just wondering, you know, when exactly that charge happens, but anyway. Yeah, I'll ask for clarification again. Maybe as they're transitioning over, they don't have it perfected as far as like when to charge. Exactly. Um, and if it is desktop, it's completely different experience from mobile. We need to find out that too. So it's a little, it's a little crazy. I'm like really not happy with not knowing exactly how it's working. And them not them not really knowing exactly how it's working, you know? So that's a, fr- <laughs> yeah, that's a frustration too. And <laughs> cause for a while, Pinterest was so great because it was so transparent. Like it was easy. You did every promoted pin the same way for like two years, I feel like. And so this is, this is a little bit stressful. So my ad rep said the targeted keyword. So five to 10 is what you need to have. She also reminded us about the um, new pin image size which my long pins are still running fine as ads. So you can take that advice with a grain of salt. I don't know. But um, I did switch over a lot of them to, is it the two to three ratio? Is that what the new one is? Two to three, yeah. Okay. And so it's like a fatter pin instead of a longer pin. So I did switch a lot of mine over there and they're running pretty well. Oh, and she also, this is really important with the one tap. She said to drop all of the bids to 10 cents. And I did, and they're running. So they're running at, a lot of mine were running at like 15 to 20 cents, but they weren't running to the max budget because it was getting more expensive, depending on the keywords that I was using because more people were promoting. 
But now with the one tap, I've been on three weeks. I've had all of my pins running at 10 cents on one tap with five to 10 keywords and they're spending my max budget. So that's what she said to do. And then if you don't have one tap on yet, she said to turn one tap on in the campaign section um, last. So that was what she said to do. And we kind of did like a, we did a post on it in the growwithusmastermind.com in our Facebook group. So you can check it out there. But so those were really the strategies we're using. So targeted keywords and dropping your bid and then turn on one tap, but it'll be turned on for everybody by August. So yes, definitely. Like mine are all 10 cents now where I had some that were, I had anywhere between like 10 and 25 cent bids. So now they're all 10 cents. Now they're all spending their max budget. One of them even is down to nine cents a click, but wow, it's still there. (laughs) Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, they did. And the Pinterest is saying, well, this is good for you because your clicks are a lot cheaper. And we're like, yeah, I can see the data that the clicks are cheaper, but are they quality? That's what, that's what time will tell. Exactly. That's the thing we're most concerned with. <laughs> yeah. But I do, I have noticed that the things I'm promoting right now on my promoted pins are my top sellers. But like we talked about before the episode, we're also running Facebook ads to those. So sometimes it's really hard to tell. So if the UTM isn't really tracking, like if they're wishlisting it or moving devices, if it's not tracking those things, then we are probably making more sales from the promoted pins and the Facebook ads than we think, which we've talked, we talked about when we did the data UTM link episode. Uh, But I think that with them being our top sellers right now, that we definitely are still benefiting from the promoted pins. So I wouldn't suggest to like turn all of them off. I would just suggest to keep track of them better. And and maybe uh, instead of making like 20 pins, just focusing on three to four ads like you would on Facebook. Yeah, definitely. My wish list numbers are definitely jumping like and I can't I have one pin that I'm not actually running a Facebook ad to as well. And in the last week, I've gotten like 100 wish lists um, from that pin. And so like and then the ones that I'm running Facebook ad as well as the Pinterest ad like I'm getting tons of wish lists. So, you know, the one I had like a bunch. And so I know that some of them must be coming from there. So I, the people are wish listing them. Now, if they actually turn into a sale, it'd be nice to know that that's where they came from, but we won't get that. But, right. you know, <laughs> it's just, I do see those numbers going up. My other, all my other ones, they, they're going up by like one or two, you know, like, wishlist numbers. So I know it's definitely the pin, but. Right. We have a lot of questions from the group, but the first question, which made me totally giggle was Michelle asked, should I bother? (laughs) So um, I know like, and a lot of people are saying that they're like, we, like, I just got used. A lot of people are saying they just got used to like the old system or they just did their first pin on the old system. And now that it's one tap, they're like, oh, this is, I just learned the last one. So I think our answer is yes so far, but I mean, I guess my answer is ask me in a month. (laughs) Yeah. Check back with us in the group and check back when we do another episode on it. (laughs) Right. And, but it's, I mean, traffic, traffic to your TPT store is valuable. So yes, you should bother, but you should also track everything carefully and make sure that it's worth the money that you're spending on it. And just like, even with the old system, there were sometimes pins that you could spend a lot of money on, but they weren't really making the sales. So it's still like that. And with any ad, you really need to track it carefully. Some of them really won't convert well. And then once you find that one that does convert well, 
and you can scale it up, it's amazing. So I think that's still the case. It's just we really need to track everything and maybe narrow down our ads to only things that we think are really relevant right now. And then once the ads stops doing well, like turn it off. That's my plan for like the end of back to school season. If I have a lot of back to school products that I, I'm going to be tracking them so that I know like when to turn them off. So, and I did turn some off already. And definitely track those wish list numbers because I wasn't really tracking them as good as I should have been before. And you know, just tracking them in the last week is kind of eye-opening to the ads that I'm running because we know, at least I know, when I was shop as a teacher, I definitely would shop from my wish list during sales and stuff like that. So we know that people right. are going to come back to those. Not everyone buys once they wish list it. We know that, but we definitely know they they do come back, and and so hopefully some of those wish lists will turn into sales. Yeah, especially with it being in the summer, it's like people, like a lot of people are, don't start till end of August or September. So they're definitely looking for stuff, but they're not going to buy it yet. They're waiting till they get back to school. So definitely, I think tracking the wish list is really important. But I do think that we should bother with promoted pins still. It's just that we have to um, change what we have and, and make sure that we are continuing to try new ads and see what works with this new one tap experience. Like, Pinterest has changed my business. Like when I started them first, when they first came out, like that's the only reason why my business has done this well. So I'm definitely going to (laughs) bother to continue. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Like even though they're changing and I'm going to definitely like put a lot of my time into making sure that I learn it and that I get good at doing these ads. Um, Because otherwise I feel like you're going to, just like on Facebook, you see people and they're like, oh, I made $50,000 this month with Facebook ads. And you're like, I still can't figure it out. Yeah. (laughs) Like that to me, my thought is like, oh my gosh, people are making money with this. I'm going to figure it out. So hopefully that's the attitude everybody else has. Like I'm going to take the time to figure it out. Yeah, we have to adapt so many different times. You know, every time an algorithm changes or, you know, anytime the way we do things changes, we just have to adapt. And that's just part of our business. So you definitely should bother, you know, give, try it, start with one pin and give it a try and see how it goes through the back to school season, reevaluate and try again. Definitely. Yeah, I think it's still worth it. So Tara asked, um, what will I see to know it has switched over or will switch over? So the answer is when you log into your dashboard, they did have an alert last week that said everybody will be switched over. I think by August 6th, uh, 2018, of course, for anyone listening later, but everyone's going to be switched over there. We have asked multiple times to not be switched over and been told no. So <laughs> we both tried. We did. <laughs> I've sent probably a 50 opt out emails and they said too bad. So all promoted pins that are traffic ads are going to be switched over from two tap to one tap soon. So if you go into your um, edit campaign on a campaign, so not the not the ad group, but edit campaign, which I think is the first one, you will see a little slider and it will show if one tap is on. I assume that once they get everybody automatically into one tap, that that slider will probably disappear. Yeah, I'm guessing too. So, but that is the slider that you use to turn it on once you have narrowed down your keywords and you've lowered your bids to 10 cents if you're trying to turn it on before Pinterest gets to your account. Because when Pinterest gets to your account, they've said they're going to lower the bids, but I'm not 
completely sure what they're going to lower it to. And I would rather do it myself than trust them to do it. And then they're going to just going to turn on automatically. And a lot of people have said they didn't even get an email. So just a heads up on that. But I would go to edit campaign to see if you have one tap turned on. But I would just assume that you do. And because everybody's going to. (laughs) And just make sure that um, when you're on that campaign page, that you just click one of your campaigns, the little checkbox, because you don't see the edit button at first. But once you click on one of your campaigns, it'll pop up and then you can click edit and it's in there. You just have to toggle it. And another sign that you have been switched over is that you are suddenly spending your entire budget. (laughs) That is how you will know. You will definitely know. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. And Kristen had asked, like, where do we begin? So, which is kind of a big question, but um, I would say, you know, this, you still set up your ad the same way. It's just you have to change your thinking as far as what keywords you're putting in and what your bid is. Um, but I would definitely join our Facebook group at growwithusmastermind.com and do a search on the top for one tap. Or I think I had a hashtag in there, but I forgot to use it in the last few ones. But if you scroll down through the posts that are that are in there, um, you'll see a lot on one tap because a lot of people are discussing it. And um, But definitely to begin, I would follow the the advice of narrowing down to specific long tail keywords, lowering your bid, and then turn on the one tap if they haven't turned on for you already so that it's ready to go. Or you can wait for them to turn on for you because that will happen soon. And one other thing I just thought of just real quick Mm -hmm. is that the image, my ad rep actually said something like, you know, maybe make, make your image clear exactly who it's for. So if you're making any new pins, definitely, you know, put like, fifth grade math or, you know, uh, for grades four to six, you know, be specific or like one thing he said, he was just like, go to check out this more, you know, like make it clear that when they click on it, they might end up right at your website so that they know that maybe like get a heads up that they're actually going to be going to your website. Yeah. I've seen people come up with the idea of like, Hey, maybe we need to add, you know, kind of like, it looks a lot like the Instagram stories with the swipe up. That's kind of what it reminds me of. So like, you know, people are like, they write um, swipe up to learn more and put an arrow down that I've seen a lot of people saying, well, maybe we should do that. Maybe we should do like swipe, see more to buy or swipe, see more to learn more. And then that way, because I think people don't know, like to swipe to see more. So people have put put that suggestion in the group and I haven't tested it yet, but it might be worth trying. But yeah, that's what my ad rep said too. Like I have a classroom procedures game and he said, just like put on there clearly like shop classroom games or whatever. And so that it's at least clear on the image. Yeah. And I think I've always like put grade levels on my images, but I know a, a lot of people will just have like a really nice like picture of it in action and that'll be the whole pin. And those have performed well in the past as far as like getting repins and stuff. But yeah, you need to be really specific so that nobody's clicking on it that doesn't like teach that grade level or use that type of resource. So like definitely grade level and I don't I don't know what else you could put on. I would definitely test different images and I'm going to when Yeah, I'm gonna test that too, but we haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> yeah, but I do I always thought with promoted pins that the more information you could put on there for buyers, the better. But I definitely think that's relevant now for sure because you don't want somebody to tap it thinking, Oh, what's this? And then have your site load and you pay for them and they're like, Oh, well, I teach first grade, so I wouldn't need this. Or or I'm not even a teacher, like and then just back out and you just paid for somebody. <laughs> And I would hate to have somebody who like 
was a first or wasn't my audience like click on it and my Facebook pixel load if they were going to my blog and then me pay to retarget them on Facebook because like they're getting pixeled, but yeah, because then you're paying for them a lot. You're, I know you're every time you use that audience, you're paying for them. Add that to my list of concerns. <laughs> uh, Jillian had a, a bunch of questions, but I think we addressed some of them, but I picked a couple that I thought were really interesting. Like the first one she said was, and we could definitely like discuss and debate this because this is something that's been on my mind, but I don't have an answer. And that's, um, should these promoted pins now be going to blog posts that market the resource to better engage. So what do you think about that? I definitely, it's something that I've been thinking about too and want, wanting to experiment with more because I don't like the idea of uh, sending a user right from a pin they click on and they're used to going and looking at the pin further, but now they're going right to this page where it's like, bye, 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 you know? Right. Like, and I just don't, I don't like that, but honestly, I don't have a ton of blog posts that really market my resources well enough that I feel like I could switch all of them over, but I definitely am going to experiment a little bit with with the ones that do and see if there's it's just tough to track because once they end up at your site, at your blog post, did they buy because they came there from that promoted pin or did they buy because they went to your blog post because they saw your blog post pin when they searched something on Pinterest. So, right. I don't know. I think it's worth testing out. I think it's the same, like what you're saying is the same as when I was on two tap, like, is it going to convert better if they go to the blog post first or is it going to convert better straight to the TVT store? Well, in the past, when we've run tests, it, it's hard to track the data, but it does seem like it converts better straight to TPT. But with the one tap, who knows? My Something I'm going to test is that, so I now have the Pinterest pixel on my blog, which I did not have before. And, the, and of course, I've had the Facebook pixel forever. So um, I do see some benefit if you're using a promoted pin that goes to a blog post, because then you can pixel them for Pinterest and Facebook, and you can retarget, you can do a retargeting campaign on Pinterest. I don't know if people knew that, but like you can do a retargeting campaign and just target people who have visited your blog or visited a specific post on your blog. So I think if you want to use it for something like that, it would definitely, definitely be worth it. I think so too. I think a lot of times we, we don't think about all aspects of the promoting something, you know, if we get someone that visits our blog and we get their pixel, we get the pixel information and we can use that for years to come. And then they end up becoming a awesome customer. You know, maybe they didn't buy that first time, but they ended up being an amazing customer. So it's kind of like, yeah, maybe I didn't get a purchase, but look, I got more visits to my website. Now look, this audience is performing better when I, I use ads on Facebook. So, you know, it's just kind of like got to think of the whole package too. You know, it's not always just the sale. Right. And I think like just thinking on her question now, I think like if you're selling a three or $4 resource, then I would, I mean, I probably wouldn't do a promoted pin unless it was six or $7. But if you're selling something that's less than 10 bucks, let's say, I would definitely just run the promoted pin straight to the TPT store because I think it's kind of expensive to like run it to the blog post and then retarget them. But here's a, the reason I think like that might be really useful is a lot of us have products that are 100 to $200. Like if you have a product that's really expensive, like it, it does seem like you would want to send them to a blog post first, then retarget them, then send them to the resource in your TPT store. 
And I know a lot of people who aren't in the TPT world will like do two or three like, you know, freebies or blog posts or whatever before they even try to sell that because it's really expensive. Yeah. That makes sense. I I like that idea, you know, especially a bigger price item. I might try that because right now I am doing something similar on on TPT where like I'm running a free training and then I'm retargeting people for that training to sell a $100 resource. So I'm thinking that it might be the same case with Pinterest. Maybe I'll try like, you know, running a blog post or running that or running a video series on there as a promoted pin. Like we wouldn't have done that in the past, but you know, it's this is new, so I might as well try it and then retargeting on Pinterest and Facebook to sell them and see how it goes. So I think we really have to think about Pinterest different. Like we have to think about it a little more like it's Facebook kind of. But if it was like a $10 less resource, I would definitely not put all that time and money into it. Yeah. And if it's a $5 or less resource, like if you're promoting something between three and $5, just stop. Um, I would think <laughs> yeah, Sorry. stop or only continue if it's like part of a bigger bundle, because now with the bundling feature, like if they go look at that singular resource, they might see, oh, wow, I like this resource. It's part of a bundle. Maybe I'll buy the bundle. So That's like true. it might it might be helpful. Like I don't run a lot of lower price. I really don't like to run less than five dollars. I know I'm being all judgy and you're I'm being all judgy and you're like, oh well, but the bundle <laughs> I do run some lower than that, but my budget one, my budget is smaller for those. And also I watch them closely. Like yeah. if they're actually converting and I'm still making three times the money or whatever and the sales are happening then I don't mind spending more. But I test it out first with a lower budget to see if like that's actually going to convert. But now with the bundling feature, I'm so excited to see if like some of the pins that are that lower price, if they're part of a bundle, maybe you'll start start selling the bundle more too. That's a good point. Yeah. I I feel like my sweet spot is like eight to $15. I have one that's 25 that actually does pretty well on a promoted pin. But I feel like teachers straight from Pinterest will spend like eight, to third, maybe eight to thirty dollars, but I feel like if it's less than eight, it might I just haven't gotten the return that I like, you know? Yeah, it depends upon the product. You can't it just does. put. I can't just be throwing out judgments, I guess. But I, I feel like three. Yeah, stop judging me. <laughs> three or four dollar product, <laughs> though. Like, it, if you think about conversion rates and stuff, it's harder to make your money back when you're doing an ad. So it is, I, and most of the ones that I do run that are lower, they have like ten to fifteen percent conversion rates. So. You know, like, I mean, they're doing good. So I know that they're already converting well. So I'm just choosing them, you know, as part of that, because I want to get them out there more, because obviously, if I can just get people to the site, they're buying it, you know, most of the time, not most of the time, but 10% of the time. So like, if I can just get them over there, it really doesn't matter. But you need to raise the price. I know. The problem is I have so many like little games and stuff. I don't have a lot of big priced items. Like I've been bundling like a mania. Yeah. I think the new bundle feature will be really amazing for back to school. So especially during the sale when people are like, oh, I'm going to get this for my wish list. It's $3 and it's going to be on sale for two, whatever. I can't even do math. (laughs) I don't, what is the, it's 25% off. 240. Used to be like, but now it's just 25% off of the whole thing. So yeah. And then it like they add it to their cart and it pops up and they're like, this is in a $60 bundle. And they're like, oh my gosh, I could save so much money if I buy it right now. $60, add to cart. Like I'm really hoping that's what happens. So which is Me which too. is good I'm because so excited. teachers get really upset too when like they buy something on sale and they're like, I didn't know there was a bundle and now I have to pay full price for it like two days later. So I mean it's good for everyone. 
So let's see the next question. Oh, Jillian had also asked what data we should be looking at to best inform our keyword choices. I guess we kind of talked about that, like looking at how they're performing. And if you go to keywords, you can do the drop down and sort it by performance. But I think really it just has has to do with like thinking about if it's if somebody's going to search that, who's going to buy your product. I think that's more, yeah. more important than the data because it used to be like the, like some keywords would just show zero, like they wouldn't run at all. Yeah. But that's not the case with the one tap. Every keyword I put in is, is running some better than others. I mean, if you use the little keyword ad tool where you can search and it shows you like the keywords been searched a million times. And I don't really think that's an issue. Like, you know, it's going to run. You just want to know, are people going to buy? So exactly. And we asked, we answered Sarah's question, which I wrote down here because we talked about um, if we should be more detailed with the wording on our pins, which is the answer is yes. Uh, So we did answer that. So I think we answered almost all the questions in there the best we could. I feel like some of these were non answers, but (laughs) yeah. And if you, if you feel like you have more questions, because we have more questions than answers, you could join us in our Facebook group and um, ask away in there. We have lots of people also switched over and already running one tap uh, pins and they could help you there. So we're all struggling together. Yeah. Seriously, like I feel like we might answer your question with another question. <laughs> but yeah, like a lot of people in the group are trying are, are already on the one tap. Everybody's going to be on them in a couple weeks from when this airs. So um, just join the group and I would love to like share data with everybody like Angie and I are sharing data with each other. But it's it's good to see what what's working for other people. Um, and so I think that's like a good just a good group to be in to because we are talking about the one tap ad so much. So definitely go join and we'll do like a follow up episode maybe in a couple months once we have some actual data for these. But hopefully we answered some questions so that people are not um, spending and not getting conversion because <laughs> Yeah, we hope we gave you enough that you can get started and make sure to switch over what you need to switch over so that you're not spending and, you know, definitely keep an eye on them because I know some people like set it and forget it sort of thing with their Pinterest promoted pins and you just can't do that now. Yeah, I'm worried about that. I'm really worried because some people are saying they haven't gotten emails about the one tap. So I'm kind of worried that there are some people out there that have no idea this is happening. So and might log in and, and have their budget have double or triple the spending. Um, so hopefully this gets the word out and people will check their budgets and check their keywords and just make sure that their, their promoted pins are, are ready for the one tap. So fingers crossed <laughs> and fingers crossed that we're ready. I'm a little yes. nervous. <laughs> I feel like we've done the best we can, but yeah. So Hopefully more people will join us in the group, growwithusmastermind.com, and we can kind of chat about how the promoted pins are doing in there. And we won't bug you about this again for a couple of months because <laughs> I'm sure people are going to get sick of us with the one tap, the complaints <laughs> that we've had. <laughs> and so our next episode, we'll talk about something a little different. So, all right, I guess that's it. That was a lot of information. I know. I think that's like our longest episode, maybe. Uh, I know. We could definitely talk about this for another two hours, which we'll continue yeah. in the group. <laughs> we will. All right. All right. Well, have a good day. I'll talk to you later, Angie. Okay. Bye. Bye. That's it for the Grow with Angie and April podcast. Make sure to rate and review so that this podcast can continue to reach teacherpreneurs around the globe. You can find the show notes and more about your hosts at growwithuspodcast.com. dot